Just Our Real Estate, episode number 149. All right, thank you for joining me in another episode of Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host. As always, I am thrilled that you're with me today, and I'm happy to be with you, and I cannot wait to jump into the show. But before we do, I just want to say real quick, and I don't do this very often, but I want to do it now. If you are enjoying the show, if you're getting a lot out of it, if you feel like I'm providing value to you and your business, then I would really appreciate it if you would jump on over to iTunes and give me a rating and review. Whatever you think I deserve, whatever you think this show warrants, that's up to you. But if you just give me a rating review. I would really appreciate it. It helps very much get found in iTunes. It helps me reach more people. It ultimately helps me provide value to them as well, just like I'm hopefully doing for you. And I can help more people that way. And that's really the name of the game. And that's why I'm doing this five days a week and putting the content out there is because I really want to help people. I really want to provide value and I really want to make a difference in their business. So if you want to help me out, that's the best way to do it. Jump over to iTunes, give me a rating and review. I would appreciate it very much. Okay, on to the show. All right, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. Today is Friday. That means the weekend's here. It is uh, a long weekend for a lot of you. It's a memorial weekend. So, um, yeah, it's a long weekend. So let's uh, dive right into this, and then uh, we can get started on our weekend. All right, today I want to talk about uh, some of the things that's keeping you from being successful, some of the things that's holding you back from really taking off in real estate. So I've called this this show, this episode, the six things that hold you back from making six figures. And I've identified some things, some things that's holding back real estate investors from really, you know, taking off and being as successful in this as they can. And these are things that you need to overcome in order to be highly successful as a real estate investor. Okay, let's dive right in and talk about these. Number one, the belief that you can't start your business until you understand every aspect of real estate investing. Now, I've talked about this on a lot of other episodes and a lot of other shows that I've had, and you know, a lot of people call it paralysis analysis, but whatever you wanna call it, it's that thing that we do sometimes, a lot of people do, where you have a lot of information, and let's face it, we are in the information age right now. We are inundated with information. If you wanna know how to be a real estate investor, guess what? There's eight billion different places that you can go and read about real estate investing and how you should do it. And everybody has their own opinion of how it should be done. And there's no shortages of books, websites, podcasts, radio shows, you name it. They're out there, and they're, they're gonna tell you how to invest in real estate. So. You know, and I'm one of those people, right? I'm I'm a podcast that I'm trying to help people get started. But if you think that you have to know everything about flipping a house and you have to know everything about wholesaling a house and you have to know everything about buy and hold real estate and you have to get your realtor's license and, you know, you have to become a home inspector, licensed inspector before you can do this. Like if you think you have to know all of these things before you can ever take your first step, that will keep you from being successful, absolutely, because here's a little secret that not a lot of people will tell you. You'll never, ever, 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 ever know everything there is to know about real estate investing. It just isn't gonna happen because there's too much to know. There's too many 
little details that you're just, you're never going to know it all. And, you know, I know some really, really successful investors, really successful. And there's definitely big chunks of the business that they don't understand. They don't have a lot of knowledge of because they don't need to know for them to be very successful in their real estate investing business. So you'll never know everything. So stop trying. Get some knowledge under your belt. Learn a little bit about one area of the business and then go after it hard, 100 miles an hour, right? Go after it and really do the business. Like really like do a deal, buy a house, flip it, renovate it, hold it and rent it out, wholesale it to another investor, whatever. But do something in the business. Once you get a little bit of knowledge under your belt, take action on that knowledge. I can't stress it enough. Number one might be the biggest point I'm going to make in this whole show. And maybe I could stop it right now and just stop talking because that's the biggest limiting belief that I think most of us have as new real estate investors. That being said, let's move on to number two. Let's talk about it anyway. Okay. Number two, uh, that you don't have to talk to anybody or interact with other people in order to be a successful real estate investor. Some people think, I don't have to talk to people, right? I'm gonna buy houses, then I'm gonna renovate them and I'll give them to a realtor and he'll sell them or she'll sell them. I don't have to talk to anybody, ain't wrong. You definitely have to talk to people. You may have to talk to motivated sellers. You for sure were gonna have to talk to either a seller or uh, a real estate agent, right? One of those two people you're gonna have to talk to, otherwise you're never gonna buy a house. So. It doesn't matter who you're talking to, you're talking to one of the two. And then once you buy the house, you're gonna have to do some work to it, whether you're gonna uh, you know, like hold on to it as, a, as an investment property or whether you're gonna flip it. So now you have to talk to a contractor, right? So now you're talking to contractors, maybe subcontractors, and then eventually you're gonna wanna sell this thing. So you're gonna, again, deal with a realtor or maybe a title company. You're gonna have to call insurance companies and deal with them. Um, you definitely have to deal with people, but aside from all of these people that I just mentioned that you have to deal with, it's really important to get out there and talk to other investors. So that's number three. Limiting belief is that every other real estate investor is your competition. They're not. There, there is no competition in real estate investing. That's my opinion, right? Well, you could look at it and go, well, what about all the investors that are trying to buy the same houses as I that I'm trying to buy? Trust me, there's enough houses out there for everybody. There just is. Other real estate investors are not competition. They're allies, right? They're colleagues. They're people that you should turn to for help and, and advice and maybe collaboration with some of them, right? You want to work with them, not, not against them or in some sort of a competition. They're not your competition. They're going to be some of the best resources that you can have in your business for succeeding. And any good real estate investor will be more than happy to help, more than happy to lend their knowledge, their experience. And you should do the same with new real estate investors. Don't get real secretive about this. Trust me, you're not doing anything that's so unbelievable, un unbelievably innovative that you have to keep it a big secret and, and not tell anybody. It, what you're doing, it's been done, right? In some form or another, it's probably been done by countless other people. So don't get too caught up in yourself that you're doing something so great that no one else should ever know about it, right? Reach out to other real estate investors. Help them when you can. When people reach out to you, try to help them as much as you possibly can. 
Okay, next one. Number four limiting belief that's keeping you from making six figures is that once you get a house under contract, you should stop all marketing activities until you complete your current project. This was something that I was a huge, huge, I, I would say victim of, but that's not really accurate, right? This was something I was guilty of more than anything. And you're not really a victim when you make bad decisions, right? You're just, you're a victim of your own, you know, ignorance or stupidity. So I was a victim of my own stupidity. I would get a house under contract and I'd be all excited and I would focus on it and go talk to contractors and, you know, I would set up the utilities and go set up, make sure I have insurance and blah, blah, blah. But then I wouldn't, I would stop trying to find more houses because I thought, why do I need to look for more houses? I've got one. I've got one under contract right now. I don't need any more houses I'm working on right now. I'm so excited. I'm going to make a lot of money. But what I didn't realize was that's fine. But once you go through that process of two, three, four, five, six months of renovation and then finally selling the house, you go to closing, you've sold your house to an end buyer. They're happy. You're happy. You get your check. And then the next day you wake up and go, now what? I don't have any other houses ready to go. I don't have anything else under contract. So you have to start that whole process again of looking for the next deal. And it might take one, two, maybe three or more months to find that next deal, depending on the market you're in and how things are going. But in any event, you've got to start that process over again. And then, you know, you have these peaks and valleys and you want to try to level out the peaks and valleys. You want to make sure there's always projects in the pipeline ready to go once you finish your last one. Okay. So that's number four, limiting belief. Number five, this one kills me. I see people do this all the time and this must be what they think. But number five, limiting or, or, bad thought process is that the more money you spend on a rehab, the more money you will make when you sell, right? Wrong. It's not, it doesn't work that way necessarily, right? You have to spend money on a rehab in order to increase the value of that house. But the more you spend doesn't necessarily mean the more you make, right? In fact, there, you know, there's a point where you have to spend, spend, spend in order to increase the value. But there's a there's a line, right? And I'll, it's kind of an invisible line, especially when you're a new real estate investor. You don't see the line sometimes. So there's a line where once you cross that line, you're not making any more money when you sell. You're just throwing money out the window. So you have to know that sweet spot of how much renovation do you do before you're actually losing money. So. The thought process, like getting back to the point, the more money you spend on a rehab, the more money you make when you sell is wrong. You definitely have to spend money, but if you spend $100,000 on a rehab, doesn't mean you're gonna make an extra $100,000. Otherwise, people will just spend a million dollars on rehab thinking I'm gonna get a million dollars when I sell. I'm gonna profit a million dollars. It just doesn't work that way. There's a, a point of diminishing returns, right? And if you go past that, you're gonna lose money. So you have to be smart when you renovate, know what's gonna make you money, know what's extra, and it's really not making you money, and know when to draw the line and say, that's enough, I'm not spending any more on rehab. Okay, all that should be done, by the way, prior to the rehab starting. You should know where that line is. So, and that's something you get with experience. So definitely, you know, learn that, work with other people, have a mentor, someone who has experience, who can help you know where that line is. Okay, number six, last one. If you lose money on a deal, you should stop investing in real estate. Real estate investing doesn't work, right? 
after all, you lost money, right? You you made an investment, you lost money, just stop. It's It doesn't work. This is all crazy. Nobody really makes money in real estate. Wrong. They do. And, and you're going to... You're very possibly going to lose money in real estate sometimes. It's not all upside. Now, I will say I've I've been lucky to this point. I've not had a deal where I've lost money, but I know tons of people who have. And you know what? Some of them way more successful in real estate than I am, making way more money in real estate than I am, and they're just killing it. But they did lose money at some point. Things happen. Things sometimes out of your control happens and you lose money. Sometimes it is in your control, but you're just so new, you don't know any better and you lose money. So it is possible to lose money in this. That does not mean you should stop, right? You have to keep going if you want to be successful. Perseverance is key to success. Perseverance is necessary for success and perseverance doesn't mean just in the good times right i think the the idea or the word perseverance sort of implies that you're going to go through challenges because you've never heard anybody say i really persevered through that you know money that i made i i persevered through that huge success no you persevere through difficult times so you have to do that. And in real estate, sometimes the difficult times mean losing money. But hopefully it doesn't happen very often. If you are careful and you're working with someone who's experienced and, and you have a mentor or whatever, you're not going to go through those times as, as often as maybe somebody else might. So that's the good news. But it doesn't mean you should stop just because something doesn't go right. So you can eliminate beliefs that are limiting that are limiting you. You can eliminate them from your from your thought process. And if you do that, your chance of being successful in real estate will go up dramatically. I have seen all of these beliefs in other people and some of them in myself. Um, anyone can really keep you from succeeding. Any one of these, I should say, can keep you from succeeding. But all six of them together will absolutely crush you and your business. Don't let that happen. Listen to what I'm telling you. Trust me, these beliefs are wrong. And if you feel yourself starting to believe some of these things, stop it immediately because it's only going to hurt you in your business. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, guys, one last thing before you go. I'd like to ask you a favor. I'd like you to think about the one thing in your business that you struggle with, something that you really need help with, something that you think I might be able to help you get past, a hurdle, a question, just something that plagues you when you're trying to move forward in your business, and let me know what it is. Shoot me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com and put the subject line help and tell me what it is that's keeping you from taking the next step, that's keeping you from propelling your business forward or what's keeping you from getting started. What piece of information, what what thing is, is sort of holding you back from doing what you wanna do in this business? I really wanna know, I really wanna create solutions for your problems and I can only do that if you tell me what your problems are, I truly want to help. Please send me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com, subject help, and let me know what it is that's holding you back. Until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.